Yo, what's up, Tab I fam? It's your boy Stu, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Fam, a place where we as a church try to have relevant conversations that's not only resourceful, but that's actually honest and vulnerable. Today, we are talking about that thing, failure. We're talking about failure. You know, so many of us, experience failure so many times but it's so hard to talk about it you know even as i've been going through the series right now with pg and we as a church and for those who are listening um who may not be a part of our church thank you for showing up we've been going through this moment of makeup tests succeeding in seasons beyond failure and one of the things that i've been thinking about especially as PG preached the sermon the other day on uh, the young man who dropped the axe head, is that oftentimes failure is our experience, is our most public and out like facing experience, but oftentimes it is the most silent killer to us. You know, I was reading a definition of failure the other day. For those word people like me, I'm a writer, so I always think about, is it an adjective? Is it a noun? Is it an adverb? It's a noun. Failure is a noun. And I was reading the definition. Lack of success or the omission of expected or required action. So failure has an outward dimension and an inner dimension. Sometimes we fail because... There are situations that are beyond our control. Oftentimes there are environments that are not embracing of who we are or embracing of our gift. There are oftentimes things that are out of our control, like we may be working with a team and we have people who do not hit deadlines. We can't control that. Sometimes this failure is 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 outward in the way that other people make mistakes and we are the recipients of failures i'm thinking about relationships but then there's also some failures that's a reflection of our own doing the omission of an expected or required action you know one of the things that i think is important to understand about failure is that failure is a reality and don't we feel it but it is not final always this brings me to a story it's 2012 i'm at clemson university i'm playing football there and i walked on i'm from south carolina i'm a young kid who uh coming out of high school i actually was one of the top players in south carolina ended up playing in an all-star game played both sides of the ball i mean i was balling absolutely balling but then when it came time for signing day Weeks before that, I had one of my biggest scholarship renege on their offer. And of course, I was depressed about the situation. I felt felt that it was the end of the road for me. And there was a moment, you know, where I was like, yo, I'm done with this. This is all over for me. And like I said earlier, this failure right here in this situation was because of a situation that I could not control. But then fast forward a few years later, I'm at Clemson. I'm balling again, you know, and if any of you listeners try to outrun me, you cannot because I'm still in shape. <laughs> I'm at Clemson 
and I'm playing and the situation happens and and the situation is so bad that it made me walk away from Clemson football team. I found myself at Western Carolina and I am not only just sucking at football, I'm terrible at it. I don't want to go to practice. I'm not being a very good teammate. And then ultimately, I quit football altogether. Now, mind you, I came from being one of the top players in South Carolina to going to Clemson University, earning a scholarship, ended up starting that corner, and then everything went downhill, all in the span of nine months. I leave, I quit, and I'm done. I go back to South Carolina, I'm in a car driving, I pull alongside the road, and I'm crying because I feel helpless. You know, one of the things about failure that I found out in that moment, especially the failure of our own doing, whenever we feel like there are things that are happening in our life that we deserve, and maybe sometimes it's rightfully that way, whenever things are happening that we feel like we actually deserve and don't get, it can also often make us callous to other people around us. You know, I had a decision I had to make in those moments Was I going to be the type of teammate that was going to push through to look at the greater good, to look at the greater goals, to look at the things that are working well for me, that I was actually there and playing well. But because I was so focused on the failures that were happening inside of me, it made me it it could produce a lack of awareness of the environment around me. Failure is oftentimes, especially when it's rooted in misguided expectation, is oftentimes a place of our insecurity. And whenever insecurity is at the heart of whatever we do, we will always judge ourselves by the worst in us and judge others by the best that we see in themselves. And I think one of the tough things about failure, especially when it happens, to not make it final One of the tough things is that we have to mentally get to a place where we feel that, as PG preached about, that we can actually pick up the axe head again. Failure stole things from me, and I actually gave it to it. But the good thing about that, years later, is that there's a wisdom that is born of failure, but also of maturity. Yes, I made the decision that I was going to quit and it actually did have some legitimate effect on my own life. Years later, I'm in a situation where I'm at the master, where masters is happening in Augusta. And one of my good friends who's a senior writer of ESPN comes to town. We're hanging out, talking, watching Tiger Woods play. Um, and he's writing. He's writing on Tiger Woods. And we're talking about everything. And so then he asked me about football. We was talking about football because, you know, we always trade stories and things about that. Like I wrote about it in my book. Um, I talk about it a lot with people, just like my story with football. And then he asked me this question. He was saying that, like, yo, you quit football and now you're a writer, didn't it turn out well for you? And you know, I've never been asked that question, whether I thought whatever failure that happened in the past actually turned out to be good in the present. Now, I don't want to be that type of person that says that we need to fail in order to succeed. That's just not real. That's not reality. 
And actually, that's kind of harsh, actually. That's kind of mean. But there is something, if we are mature about failure, that would allow us to not become bitter with ourselves, with others, with our gifts, with our talents, with our treasure, with the context. But there's something about it that allows us to come better in the process. And when Wright told me that and asked me that question, it made me think, did I really become better in the process? And I had to admit, I actually did. But the only way you get better through failure is you don't run from it that you put, but you push through it. I was reading one of my favorite writers the other day, Hanifa Dubrakib, who wrote an incredible book entitled A Little Devil in America, which takes Josephine Baker's uh, part of her speech and writes about black performance and the power of black performance as it shows up in the nitty gritty of American life. And as Josephine Baker makes this speech, Hanif write that the only way out is through. The only way out is through. So when Wright asked me that question, did it make you better? It turned out good. I had to realize that it actually did. But you have to realize, too, that failure and, I, and, and, and the change and the transformation and things that we desire, it takes time. It takes time in order for you to believe in yourself again. It takes time to actually fix the things, the, out, the, the fallout that may come from failure. But I promise that if you take the time to re-up and reevaluate some things, to reflect on some things, but also, as we would say back home, to re-up, then you'll realize that something actually did happen throughout the process you know I was reading in my Bible the other day in the Exodus story and one of the things that blessed me about this story is that the children of Israel has been freed from uh, the clutches of Pharaoh and now they're in a moment where they're traveling and as they traveled the Bible says that God took them the longer way around so that they would not meet their enemy get 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 distracted get 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 uh uh um um we can edit that out. Okay. They would not get distracted, they would not get depressed, they would not they they would not no, I don't wanna say that. They would not get distracted, they would not default to back back to their place of quote unquote safety, which many of them thought was in Egypt, but God allowed them to move around their enemy so that they would make it to the place that they were promised to go. You know, oftentimes promises are actually the things that keep us putting one foot in front of the other and showing up again. You know, failure is oftentimes like a toll road. You go through the toll as you're along your way on the journey. You may give up one dollar here. You may give up three dollars there. But you always arrive with less than you took along the way. And the question for so many of us is this, even when we know we will face a roadblock in the road that would allow that would make us lose something, will we do one or two, one or two things? Will we find another way around it that may be harder, which that's a legitimate choice? Or will we find a way to push through it, which is also a legitimate choice as well? 
whatever way you decide, you have to decide that for yourself. You have to find out ways to push through it because God has called you to something greater. And God has called you to pick up whatever you have, your gift, your talent, those relationships, whatever you feel is salvageable in these moments and realize that you actually got better as you work through it. I'll close with this. As a writer, one of the tough parts about writing essays and and working on books and working on projects is that you have to have a short-term memory. It was like when my coach, my DB coach at Clemson University would tell us all the time, you know, whether you make a bad play or good play, you got to have a short-term memory. Why? Because you have to show up again, get in front of the receiver and figure out how to win the day. And the day is a metaphor for the down. And the down is also a metaphor for life. And oftentimes as we're living out what so many call this game of life, where the game starts and then once the clock hits zero, then your time is up. Will we have the ability to embrace our play, to celebrate the moments where we make good plays, but also not let the struggle get us down too much and find ways just like I have to do every day, every morning that I show up to write, find new ways to begin again. So fam, I hope that word has been encouraging for you. Realize that failure is not final, that you have so much inside of you that is calling out to you. And all you have to do is allow the wisdom of maturity to allow you to pick up the pieces and you may lose some things in the process. You may be struggling. You may be anxious. You may be depressed. You may be sick and take rest. Yes. Disconnect. But find a way to show up for yourself and for you, for what you're called to again. We hope you enjoyed that word and this moment of another episode of Let's Talk Fam. If you're so inclined, share it because I'm sure somebody is pushing through failure as well. We love you. You be blessed. Take care. <laughs>